96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray, helping you to retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm your host, Doug Ray, and with me is Bryce Payne. Today, we're going to open up the mailbag and answer your questions. Stay tuned for the second segment. I'll give you a market update. And uh, I reminded you a couple months ago about the canary in the coal mine. I think I found it. Good morning, Bryce. How you doing? Doug, I'm, I'm excited. Um, the, uh, the deck is almost done. You know, it's been oh, wow. months in the making. We're able to go out there and put our chairs out, and uh, they're putting up the privacy wall now. And uh, it has been months. It has been months, but you know this was the right time of the of the year to do it. We're getting it done just in time for uh, for spring and summer. And I'm planning on having hosting uh, neighborhood uh, games out there on the weekend, whether it's baseball or football, and whatnot. And there's plenty of room out there in the deck for everyone in the cul-de-sac to come on over. And we're going to be proudly serving anything that anyone wants to bring. Now, have you got a grill? Uh, yeah. Okay. So the, that's an interesting question. We do have a grill, and I just sold it. I am getting a outdoor griddle. Okay. I am horrible at grilling. I okay. don't know what it is, but <laughs> I oh I can't do it. But I love to griddle, and so I'm buying and I traded in the uh, the grill for a griddle. And yes, we've got a whole table area set up for that, so it's kind of a little uh, cooking station out there. Sounds like fun. Very much so. So we're going to talk about listener questions here today, Doug. Before we do, of course, let's do our uh, salute to our men and women in uniform out there, and of course your families as well. You are always in our minds, Doug. Here served. Uh, in the Navy, as did his son, Garrett, who is joining uh, the Wealth Guardians right now, and he's sitting here in the studio with us. But Garrett, thank you for your service. Doug, thank you for your service. And everyone else out there, thank you for your service as well. We appreciate you. Mom, Uncle uh, Scott, and uh, my stepfather, John, thank you for your service. And uh, we appreciate you. And there's your uh, Wealth Guardians salute for the week. So let's move into the uh, the questions here, Doug. We we got a lot of good questions this uh, the last since the last time we did this, and we're going to start off with Mary in Walkertown. And Mary says, Doug and Bryce, I'm 62, and I have about 1.4 million. How much can I spend yearly without running out? And I like the way that she worded this question. Um, she told us how much she has, and instead of her saying, "Am I ready to retire?" or some kind of more abstract question. She says, how much can I spend yearly without running out? So that's a simple reverse math question. We do this for our clients, even if they don't think to ask this question. When we're sitting down yeah. and doing a planning process, I know that that's one of the questions that a lot of people don't think to ask is they tell us, well, I think I want to spend $3,000 a month. Well, if they can end, obviously end up spending a lot more than that, they probably want to know how much can I spend, even though they might not have articulated that question. So we, we do that question, Mary, for all of our clients who come in here. And I'm just going to give you some insight. Uh, and Doug, you chime in here too. I'm going to give you some insight, Mary, into what other things I still need to consider when answering a question like that. Um, you need to consider not just spending your $1.4 million, but you're going to have other sources of income coming in that are going to supplement your withdrawals from your account. So we have to understand what you've got coming in from Social Security. Maybe you've got a pension out there. Maybe you've got some passive income. A lot of our clients have rental income or some other form of passive income. Maybe they own a business that they're no longer running, but they still partake in the ownership of it and therefore some income from it. So that's the other income options we have to uh, understand to answer your question. And then additionally, uh, two things that we also need to consider is what do you expect the inflation rate to be? Doug and I can 
tell you what we think it's going to be or what we think is a reasonable expectation for a 20-year, 30-year average of inflation. But you have to tell us what you want that inflation rate to be. And then the last one that we would have to factor in here is what kind of growth potential do you want to see or expect from your investments? Because that's growing. Inflation's growing as well. You're not just sitting there at 1.4 million in cash, obviously, and that's not the only source of your income is that cash or that 1.4 million. So there's a lot of other things we have to consider, but the bottom line is that we do answer that question once we've collected the rest of that data, and it could be anywhere from at 1.4 million, you're 62, you're gonna have to fund your own social, your own uh, Medicare for a while, but uh, you could easily be looking at uh, seven, $8,000 a month, something like that with 1.4 million saved. Doug, I did all the talking there. What uh, what did I miss? Yeah, you did, and you were very thorough with that. And I like the question because it's a very forward-looking question, and most people don't think about that really. And we do. We, we do that math for them. We show it to them in the fourth meeting. Uh, we give them a comparison graph to look at. Third and, meeting, actually. Yeah, true, third meeting. And, um, you know, so it's a excellent question, Mary. It really is. Yeah, but we'd be happy to answer that for you. Uh, just uh, we'd, You'd have to come in and we'd have to take a look at all those other factors and talk to you about what we think are reasonable assumptions to make and get you that answer. And if that means that you can retire now or if you can spend as much as you'd like to in retirement, then, uh, you know, we'd, we'd love to help you uh, get to that point. And if you do want to give us a call. It's 336 391 three four zero nine and anybody can reach out to us and sit down with us uh, whenever it fits your schedule we're going to move on next to uh, george in kernersville doug and george says doug and bryce i have all of my retirement savings in one ira should i move some of it somewhere else to be diversified you know i see them uh, now they're they're talking to you more than uh, than me that's, well i said doug and bryce that's pretty good though yeah, they did leave out your name but yeah. i threw it in there i was courteous you know this one here I, I would rather see somebody have just one ira than several years ago somebody came to me before this was before you two dozen iras mm-hmm. Now, that's ridiculous. Well, that's not too far from what my wife had before we got together. <laughs> um, George, actually, the, the thing is, no. As long as the custodian has the ability for you to be diversified and, and have, uh, you know, not all your eggs in one basket, so to speak. Uh, the other thing I would tell you, the one of the things that we do for our clients is have some kind of downside protection in those IRA accounts. I think uh, this day and age, that is vitally important. Uh, but uh, just having one or two IRAs, no, I'd rather see that than uh, eight or nine. Uh, true, and I think there can be a little bit of confusion about what diversification actually means. It's not unusual that we'll see someone come into the office and they'll say, yeah, I use three different money managers because I want to diversify, or three different advisors because I want to diversify. That's not really the way that you want to diversify. Diversification generally means that you have your investments spread out over a broad range of sectors and companies and different types of investments, maybe some precious metals in there, some real estate in there, some alternative investments in there. That's the true meaning of diversification. You could have two different IRAs, each one managed by two different money managers, and 90% of the portfolio could be the same at both of those places. So that's not what we really are meaning when we say diversification, George, and that's not the way I'd want you to think of it either. One thing that I think you're leaving out here, and Doug didn't mention that I think is key, is let's talk about diversification through the types of accounts that you have. So you've got an IRA right now, George, to diversify for tax mitigation purposes, I'd have you consider opening up a Roth if you don't already have Great one. Point. And diversify as far as how your uh, accounts are structured for tax purposes. That's, I think, more important than 
opening up two or three different IRAs and probably having some of the same holdings in each of them. If you're just joining us, uh, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians, and this is Bryce Payne, and we're dipping into our mailbag here for the first segment. We just uh, talked to Marion Walkerton and George in Kernersville, and we're going to move on to Billy in High Point now before the break. And Billy says, Doug and Bryce, my parents lived in Germany for a while and had a home there that I inherited. I only travel there once every two years, but the house has sentimental value to me. At what point should the impracticality of keeping the home outweigh the sentiment? And uh, Billy, I love that question. And That's I think not one you get very often. That is not, but um, it is something that I think, Doug, you and I see in a slightly different way frequently. And it's when do the, what he's really asking us, what Billy's really asking us here is when do the cons outweigh the pros of having this property out there that he doesn't use that much yeah you know and it's in germany too he, do, he doesn't tell us does he does he rent it out right that was know? my first thought is billy what kind of income might you be getting off of this you know being a, a long distance landlord is tough i've done that but that was uh you know charlotte to fayetteville this is uh you know from to the triad to germany that's a whole different uh, kettle of questions it is and uh, i think billy if i was to answer the question point blank it would be when does owning that property become detrimental to your your retirement? When are you not able to do the things that you want to do just because you're investing a certain amount of money or you're holding back potential investment income by simply sitting on this because you don't want to get rid of it? And that's really where it comes down to. And of course, Doug and I could, could help you figure that out, but that would require a, a planning process to go through. It's not something I could just answer here uh, over the radio, but you are thinking around along the right lines. And I'll, I'll tell you this, Billy, Doug and I do see this not so much in the way of real estate like you're talking about, but Doug, it's very common that we see somebody have an inherited IRA with, or some kind of inherited account, whether even if it's a non-qualified account, where they are refusing to sell the holdings that their parents might have bought and purchased, even though they're not sensible holdings for them anymore, because there's a sentimental value attached to them. And we see people make bad investment decisions because of sentimental reasons. Yeah. And uh, we would encourage nobody to uh, do that. We always want somebody to make the right decisions. But I would say one right decision that you could make out there is giving Doug and myself a call at 336-391-3409 and uh, schedule a time to uh, sit down with us and go over your retirement plans and see what services or goals or objectives we could uh, help you define and better prepare your portfolio for that. Again, it's 336 391 3409. And uh, Doug and I would look forward to sitting down with you, but you do got to give us a call. Doug, we've got to do the trivia question now. Well, I was wondering where that trivia question was. Let's see what we can do. It's time to stump Doug. It's time for the Wealth Guardians trivia question of the week. Doug, on March 26, 2000, Vladimir Putin is elected president of Russia. What president preceded him? I think I know the answer. All right. We will get to that after this. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Doug Gray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB. 96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Gray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne, along with Doug Gray. In this segment, we're talking about the market and what to expect and Doug's insights into it, as long as answering a few more listener questions. Before we get started on that and before we get back to the trivia question to see if we stump Doug this week, I want to ask everybody out there a quick question. Are you five to seven years from retirement? Do you want to confirm that you're making the best decisions for your retirement? 
If you answered yes to both of those questions, then as I do every week, I've got great news for you. Doug and I and Garrett here offer a no cost, no obligation second review so you can learn how to retire the job and keep the paycheck. We are financial planners, we are fiduciaries, and we are retirement specialists. We meet with clients week after week, month in, month out, year in, year out, and we have helped thousands of clients in the uh, triad area and in the Charlotte area help people figure out how they can retire and do it successfully. But you've got to give us a call. And our phone number is 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. You can also visit us at thewealthguardians.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd look forward to sitting down with you and seeing what help and services we can provide in helping you retire the job yet keep the paycheck. Now it's time to get back to that trivia question and see how Doug does. It's time to get Doug's best guess for the Wealth Guardian's trivia question of the week. Doug, on March 26, 2000, Vladimir Putin is elected president of Russia. What president did he proceed? So the more I think about or the preceded, way you preceded him, sorry, what president preceded him? The more I, the way you said that question, I think this is a trick question. Oh, uh, Boris Yeltsin was the first president of Russia. Then it was Putin, but he was term limited. Mm-hmm. And then he put in a puppet called Med. I think it was Medved, Medved, Medvedev. And then he took over from him, and he's been president ever since. So I think that happened in two thousand. So I'm going to say Medved. Well, yes and no. I'm going to give, <laughs> I'm going to give you that because you're right. The way I asked the question was a little vague. In March 26, two thousand. Vladimir Putin became president for the first time. And you were right. Though The answer I was looking for was Boris Yeltsin. Okay. But you said that. Right. But you're right. He had, because of the uh, constitutional limits, he was Putin was not able to keep being president. So he had Medvedev come in, who was his prime minister or something. Mm-hmm. And he sat in there for four years. And then he they had restructured the constitution in the meantime. So Putin could come back in and be president now semi-permanently, uh, apparently. But yes, it was uh, it was Boris Yeltsin was who I was looking for. And before that, you know who was before Boris Yeltsin? How far back can you go? That was Gorbachev, wasn't it? Very good. Gorbachev before Gorbachev? Uh, Brzezinski? No, Chernyenko. Chernyenko, yeah. And Dropov was in and there for, for a year. And then right. it was uh, Brezhnev, Khrushchev. Somebody that was only in there for a couple of months that I, history doesn't remember his name, Malenkov, and then it was Stalin and Lenin mm. going in reverse order. I don't go that far back. You, okay. Well, fair I enough. I do remember Gorbachev. But you do go far back enough that we I, didn't stump Doug this week. He finally got that bell. It's been a few weeks since he I, got that bell. I did fly against Gorbachev's Soviet submarines. Oh, very good. We'd, I'd love to hear some more stories about that. We, we've heard the story about uh, about uh, Garrett and having to work with um, your Tesla guy there, but uh, I'd love to hear more of uh, Doug's Russia stories as well. Doug, what's going on in the market? What can we expect? What are we seeing and why? Yeah, um, so we've had a – first off, I still think we're in a bear market. Uh, we've had a bounce since uh, February 24th. Uh, bounces in bear markets are very, very common. Uh, in fact, if you go back to the 2000 to 2003 bear market, uh, we had about three bounces there, all the way from a 10% bounce to a 21% bounce uh, before the market overall fell 50-some-odd percent. The 2008 to 2009 bear market, same thing. We had uh, two or three bounces of 14 to 28% uh, before the markets ultimately fell uh, to their March uh, 9th uh, closing low of 2009 of S&P intraday low was I still just kind of 
mm. think this is amazing. I know what you're six, thinking. Six, six, six yeah. on the S and P, the intraday low. So yeah, I, I think uh, I think we're uh, had a bounce. I think the bounce is about over with. There's a lot of indicators that say that we should be rolling over. Uh, and going if, if this truly is a bear market, we should be in what's called a wave C down, which could be a very powerful downtrend. And we'll know for sure if this is a bear market if that downtrend penetrates the February 24th low. And what was that? Uh, I don't remember the exact number, uh, but uh, you know that would be a, a definite break of a pretty substantial support level. But um, the uh, canary in the coal mine, I told you about this a few months ago. That would be the 10-year Treasury. It has had an amazing move just in the month of March. The 10-year Treasury started the month of March at 1.7%. Mm-hmm. It's now at 2.35. That's huge. Why is that? Because the Fed is starting to increase interest rates. They haven't technically done it yet, but they're certainly they're, talking they're about gonna it. They're going to do it, absolutely. And, and, and uh, Powell came out this week and said, in fact, they may increase uh, more and even in higher increments than a quarter of a point. And we've already seen impacts of that from mortgages, have we not? Absolutely, we have. So even from a technical standpoint, I think if you look at the fundamentals, uh, the fundamentals are, are indicating a, a down economy which is going to be ultimately end up as a bear market in the, in the stock market. So I guess at, at listening to everything that you said there, the main takeaway for our listeners out there would be don't be fooled by this little uptrend that we've seen for the last week. This is probably not something permanent. It, it isn't. I would use this bounce to get your accounts uh, set up for a defensive nature. And if you want a second opinion, no better place to come than right here. And the number that they'd need to call to see us? 336-391-3409. Very good. All right. So does that wrap up uh, what we wanted to talk about as far as what yeah, you've seen going on in the market? let's finish up that mailbag. All right. So b- dipping back into the mailbag here, um, we've got Mark in Stokesdale. And Mark in Stokesdale says, Doug and Bryce, I feel that I need to reduce the risk in my portfolio. <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Mark, it's like you were listening to us. But I don't know where to turn. I've looked at bonds, I've looked at annuities, and I've looked at just moving to cash, but all of those options have drawbacks that I don't like. What am I supposed to do? And I was I was struck by something yeah. that Mark said, that all of those options have drawbacks that I don't like. Well, in reality, Mark, every investment Everyone. has a drawback that is not uh, appealing. So I usually define a, an investment uh, in four categories that has four traits. Growth potential, risk potential, liquidity, and fees. Obviously, the ideal investment would have enormous growth potential, would have zero downside risk, would have full liquidity and zero fees. That type of single investment simply doesn't exist out there. So you've got to diversify your portfolio a little bit and try to get those sliders as well balanced as possible. And But you are right, Mark. Uh, every investment out there does have drawbacks, and it's a matter of sitting down with a financial planner to figure out what is important to you, what is not important to you. Some people, liquidity is very important to them. Some people, it's not. If liquidity is not that important to you, at least on a portion of your portfolio, that opens up a whole bunch of doors on limiting risk and still keeping growth potential going. Doug? No, I, I totally agree. I, I, you know, everything that he mentioned – especially bonds, uh, it is not a perfect uh, investment at this point in time. In fact, 
if you look at that 10-year treasury I spoke about a moment ago, that one move from 1.7 to 2.35, that would decrease the value of a 10-year bond by about 20%. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's no perfect investments right now, and you can get uh, your portfolio position for uh, more defensive maneuvers ahead but uh you know you need to talk to a professional to do that and mark we don't know how old you are we don't know how close you are to retirement whether or not you have a mortgage uh, what other kind of obligations, liabilities you have. But uh, Doug and I would love to sit down and talk with you and kind of weigh out all of those pros and cons, what's working in your portfolio, what's not, and see if we can come up with some solutions along the lines of what you're looking for. Just give us a call, 336-391-3409. Be happy to sit down with you. We're going to move on next to uh, Doug, another Doug, in Union Cross. And Doug says, Doug and Bryce, <laughs> I don't like my 401k investment options. But my company says I'm not eligible to roll the money to an outside account. I know people who have moved their 401ks in the past. So how is this supposed to work? Um, well, you know, I, I'd, I'd say, Doug, we see this a lot, too, because you are kind of handcuffed uh, with your 401k options. And, and if you plan on staying with your company, make it a career, that's that's what you've got to work with. And um you know, you didn't tell us how old you are, but uh, I think what you're speaking of, what you've seen in the past, is some of your coworkers have used what's called an in-service rollover. But you have to be 59 and a half uh, or older to, to do that. Uh, most all 401k plans have that feature now. They didn't used to. Um, the Department of Labor, who is the governmental entity that oversees these qualified plans after the 2000 debacle mm -hmm. uh, with company-sponsored uh, 401ks, uh, they basically said that you, uh, to the 401k providers, you should allow your senior employees to diversify. They didn't say shall. They said you should. So that meant that hmm, there's not, an option. Yeah, there's an option. So it was uh, it was adopted rather slowly, but now we see quite a few uh, 401ks. In fact, the majority of the majority. 401k plans have the in-service rollover. So, Doug, if you're not 59 and a half, your hands are tied, or maybe go find another company. Yeah, that's uh, it's unfortunate, but uh, Doug, you know, uh, leave a note with your HR that you you think that they should be uh, giving you that option. All right. Thanks, Doug, for the question. We appreciate that. We're going to move on now to our last question, Claire in Greensboro. Claire says, my husband simply refuses to retire because he says he can't imagine life without a paycheck. But now he's approaching 70, and I really think it's time for him to walk away. What can I do to convince him that he should retire? Well, you know, Claire, just because he's 70 doesn't mean he needs to retire. You know, the one of the things I've done, I've really uh, come to understand in, in being in this business 34 years is people know when it's time to retire. And if he likes what he does and he's still energized when he gets out of bed in the morning to go to work, then, you know, I think that's great. You know, people ask me all the time when I'm going to retire. Well, you know, I'm, I'm in that position where I, you know, I love what I do. And retirement right now is, is not uh, on my mind. But, you know, if it's a situation where he's scared because he doesn't think that he can go without a paycheck, right? then what you need to do is sit down, preferably with us, exactly, and let's see if we can show you how to keep the paycheck but retire the job. He, he might be basing his decision on fear and just 
is afraid that he can't retire. And if we can show him the numbers that he can, that might be half the battle for you, Claire. Another thing for you to pr perhaps promote to him is the concept of a phased out retirement. This mm -hmm. is growing in popularity over the last 20 years as people, instead of just working 40 hours a week one day and then suddenly retired and working zero hours, let's cut back a day for a year and then cut back another day a year after that. And you get more time with your uh, beloved husband and he's happier perhaps and they, he's still getting that paycheck that might be kind of a compromise there at any rate i think the best compromise would be for you both to come in and sit down with doug and myself and you can do that by giving us a call at 336-391-3409 we'd love to sit down with you and anybody else out there if you're close to retirement and you haven't uh, had a full retirement plan made for you yet or even if you have and you want a second opinion 336 391-3409. Doug and I would love to sit down with you and see what help and services we can provide. You can also visit us at thewealthguardians.com. Other than that, Doug, thank you for joining us this week. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Garrett, you too. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Doug Ray and Garrett Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this has been 96.7 FM WTOB.